This very first statement is one of the most important statements of the entire message here tonight. I want you to listen carefully. God's people would see great things happen in this world if we really believed in, number one, the power of prayer, number two, the power of praise, number three, the power of the Holy Spirit, and number four, the power of the Word of God. If we really believed in the power of those four, and I hate to say things because one of them is the person of God, the Spirit of God, But if we really believed in the power of prayer and praise and the Holy Spirit and the Word of God, we would have, and dare I say, use the word revival. I I hesitate to use it because sometimes I think we're, we're looking for God to do something while we do nothing. Oh, God, send us, send us down a revival, and when it gets here, then we'll get busy for you. But I'll use that word anyway because I think we all understand we're looking for a movement of God. Yeah, but a movement of God as we obey and work and serve him. So I'll say it again. God's people, God's church, would see great things happen in this world. For God's glory. If we really believed in the power of prayer, the power of praise, the power of the Holy Spirit. By the way, the power of the Holy Spirit. There again, we're not sitting waiting for some event, some Holy Spirit event. No, what we're looking for you know, I was, I was in the place of prayer the other day and I was just overwhelmed with this statement. The Spirit of God lives in me. The Spirit of God lives in me. In one place, the Bible calls it the Spirit of Christ. The same spirit that indwelled Jesus Christ indwells me right now. And what we ought to be looking for is not some special event where all of a sudden God decides to give me more of his spirit because I'm not going to get more of his spirit. But what is going to happen If I will understand the Spirit of God lives in me and yield to Him, that there'll be less and less of me so that there can be more and more of Him. The Spirit of God lives in you, child of God. But look, if you're grieving the Spirit, as we talked about this morning, He only has, you know, tiny little areas of our lives in which to work. While we're grieving Him, He can't work. He's in this little corner of our life. So when we talk about the power of the Holy Spirit, what we're talking about is us getting rid of us, minimizing us so the Spirit can live through us. 
That's what God wants to do. So we would see great things happen in this world if we really believed in the power of prayer, the power of praise, the power of the Holy Spirit, and the power of the Word of God. Now, the fourth one is the one we're going to focus on for a few minutes tonight. The power of the Word of God. And all I'm going to try to do tonight is to remind us of that which we already know, maybe sort of a sales pitch. The power of of the Word of God. Now, the, the Word of God has its own power. The Word of God, don't forget, has creative power. God's words are the only words that have the power to create. And God said, and it was so. Tell me anyone else's words in the history of the universe that their words had the power to make something out of nothing. Do you believe that you have the word of God in your lap there? Then that's the power you have available to you. You have the word that has the power to create. And as much of this word as you can get into your mind and your heart and your life, that's how much you will see things change in your life. But we're going to talk more tonight for just a few minutes. Not about what the word of God can do in your life, although you can make that application on your own. But what the word of God will do if we will simply get it out there. First of all, Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. What's the so shall it's talking about? Well, from verse 10, it said, as the rain. As the rain, the word of God always does God's work. As the rain, the word of God always does God's work. God's church needs to always be in the reigning business. If we're not making the word of God rain down where we are, God cannot work. But if we will let the word of God rain down, it will do its own work. As the rain, God said, does not return, but it brings life. So my word that goeth forth out of my mouth shall not return unto me void, of of course, meaning empty. God's word does not return empty. It accomplishes what God wants it to accomplish. Let me say, don't be content To let a day go by where you're not sprinkling some of God's water somewhere. Because as the rain, as the rain, the word of God always accomplishes what God wants it to accomplish. You know, we get the crazy idea sometimes that we're in the result business. We are not in the result business. God's word. God is in the result business. We're in the scattering of the water business. 
But if we don't scatter the water, if we don't spread the water, nothing can happen. Nothing will happen. So God says, as the rain, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. And then, not only as the rain, but as the seed, the word of God always gives life. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. God's word gives life whenever it finds good ground. And of course, the ground, the Bible tells us, is the heart of man. It, oh, it gives life whenever it finds good ground. We don't know where the good ground is. So what do we do? We do as the sower and just scatter the seed. Scatter the seed and let the word of God take root where it will. Listen, we are to be seed scatterers. And we have a wonderful, wonderful tool that the Apostle Paul did not have. We have a wonderful tool that Peter and John did not have. You know what we have? We have the gospel tract. And you can scatter those anywhere and everywhere. You can plant the seed every single day. God's word gives life whenever it finds good ground. We don't have to find the good ground. The word of God will find the good ground. We need to scatter the seed. God's word gives life whenever it finds good ground, but it never gives life when it's not spread. It never gives life when it's sitting in a drawer at home. God's word never gives life when it's sitting in the glove box. Don't show me or, or feel guilty, but how many of us tonight on our person right now have a gospel track ready to go out there? How many of us have seven so that at least we can spread the word of God once a day for the next seven days? We have at our disposal that which can bring life. Man, I heard this story the other day. A lady... This is from the Fellowship Track League, I believe, and they got this letter from Brazil. A lady in Brazil was walking down the street. She was wearing stiletto heels, and her heel punctured a Fellowship Track League track that was laying on the ground. She realized she had a paper in her heel, so she picked it up and took it off the heel and looked down at it. And she read the tract. She got saved. She went to the church in the area because her address was on the track. She got saved. She went to that church. She wound up bringing 20 of her family members to that church, and they all got saved. And at some point, someone wrote a letter to the fellowship track lead who's, who had printed the tract to say, hey, I want you to know what one of your seeds did. But listen, however that track got there on that ground, God didn't put it there. One of God's people put it there. I'm not taking the credit away from God there. That's what God told us to do. God said, scatter the seed and the seed will get the job done. God knows where the good ground is. 
God knows you. How, how many people in the city of Danbury, I wonder, are prospects for salvation? Is everybody going to get saved? Well, we know that not everybody is going to get saved. Could everybody get saved? Absolutely. I'll go to my grave believing that. But will everybody get saved? No. Okay. Who are they and where are they? How many of them are there? Is there one? I bet there's probably at least one. Are there 10? I think so. I think there's thousands. There may be tens of thousands. But not one of them will get saved until they hear the word of God. And that's why our job is to be spreaders of the seed. The word of God, incorruptible seed, the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. God's word gives life whenever it finds good ground. How many seeds do we have to scatter in order for one to fall in good ground? Maybe we should go to the mall and go into the stiletto heel ministry, look for ladies in heels, and whew, I don't know, but how many seeds do we have to put out, out there? I don't know. Do we have to scatter a thousand seeds for one to find good ground? I don't know. But if that's what it takes, let's do it. It never gives life when it's not spread. Don't be content to let a day go by that you do not scatter some seed. We're not talking about you being a good soul winner or having a good personality or being a gifted salesperson. No, the power is right here. The power is right here. The power is right here. But we've got to scatter the seed. We've got to scatter the seed. As the rain, the word of God always does God's work. As the seed, the word of God always gives life. Then Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. God's word, the sword, always pierces the soul. Now, I don't mean that in in the... just in the way of, you know, getting somebody. We want to get somebody. No, God, God, God's not in the business of us getting people. I'm talking about God's word can encourage. It can instruct. It can direct. Say, boy, I, there's, there's somebody that just, somebody came to me the other day and said, man, there's somebody that I'm really, really concerned about. And, uh, boy, I'm concerned about their, their own life being messed up. I'm concerned about them impacting other people and messing other people's lives up. There's two remedies for that. Number one is prayer. The other one is the power of the word of God. That's ironic. The concerned person wasn't here this morning, but the person they were concerned about was concerned, What was here this morning, and they got the word of God. They got the word of God. And if there's any hope of that person growing and being spared the destruction that the the concerned person was was fearful of, it's going to come through the word of God and through prayer. The word of God and prayer. Listen, the word of God and prayer can change the world, but not if the word of God is sitting in a closet somewhere. Only if it's scattered. Only if it rains down and only if that's... Listen... 
The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, but that doesn't mean we have to go around sticking people. We just put it out there. And it's the word of God that will do the piercing. And not all piercing is conviction. Some piercing is encouragement. By the way, and I'm not saying we should try to be undercover, but you know, there's places where obviously the word of God is not permitted. You know what you can do? As you can put the word of God in some places where people don't know it's the word of God and it will still work. And what are you talking about? Okay, well, we don't allow the Bible in here, wherever in here is. We don't allow the Bible in here. Okay. Maybe you can't bring the Bible wherever in here is. But maybe when you're trying to help somebody in here, wherever in here is, you can say to them, you know, trying to think of a promise. You can do all things through Jesus Christ. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. They don't need to know that, you know, that's, that's Philippians 4.13. But you just gave them the word of God, and the word of God will do the work. That was a a lousy example. But what I'm saying is you just get the word of God to them, and the word of God will do the work. The word of God will do the work. The word of God is the sword. It will pierce. God's word can encourage, instruct, and direct I'm saying to you, even to somebody that doesn't, says they, I don't want to hear, don't quote a bunch of Bible verses at me. You may still find some ways to skillfully quote the Bible to them without even knowing they're hearing the word of God. And the word of God can work in their heart. Don't be content to let a day go by that you don't cause God's word to pierce someone's heart. Now I'm talking tonight about your daily life. Every one of us goes out. I've heard of churches before that have a sign over the back door that as you leave, it says you are now entering the mission field. And when you leave the church tonight, you go into your own ministry. And you're in your own ministry tomorrow. Are you going to pour out the word of God as water? As you're going to, are you going to spread the word of God as seed? Are you going to let the word of God be in a position to pierce people's heart? Don't be content to let a day go by that you don't cause God's word to be poured out as water, to be spread and scattered as seed and to pierce someone's heart in your daily life in the ministries of our church. The ministries of our church are here as word spreaders, as spreaders of the word of God. That's why we do what we do. I'll never forget sitting with the salesman at WLAD and he's going through all these, you know, uh, the numbers say that if you do this, you're the result in this. He said, what are you trying to accomplish here? And I said, we're trying to get the, the word out. And he said, yeah, no, but, but what are you trying to accomplish? <laughs> I said, we're trying to get the message out. And he still, he didn't, I, I, okay, but what, 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 what kind of return are you looking for? And I said, we're not looking for a return. He said, well, surely you must want this weekly broadcast and the $200 a week. You must want this to result in some sort of number return to your church. 
I said, no, I don't. Now, praise the Lord, we have had people saved and have had people. Some of you are here because you heard us the first time on the radio. Praise the Lord for that. But that was not our goal. Our goal is that the word, the seed, be scattered in homes where they may never answer the door. They may never come to church. They may never read a gospel tract. But they hear the word of God. And once they hear the word of God, it can do things that they can't even control. The power of the word of God. So I say, spread the word of God in your daily life. Spread the word of God through the ministries of the church. Spread the word of God through our missions program. Isn't it awesome that you can scatter the seed You have a part, if you're a part of giving to missions here, you have a part of scattering the seed in Iran. We don't even know our missionary's name there because it's too dangerous for them to publish his name. But we do know that we have a missionary in Iran. How many of you ever been to Iran? (laughs) Me either. But we're spreading the seed there. Praise the Lord. You're spreading the seed in Romania, in Thailand, in uh, Peru, in, my mind just went blank on me. They're out there, okay? I pray, I, I'm just I'm confessing myself. I pray for every one of our missionaries every day, but I don't pray for the countries where they minister. I need to change that, don't I, so I can stand up here and rattle off the countries where you're scattering the seed. I say to you, We have the opportunity through our missions program to scatter the seed. And listen, I want to scatter the seed. I know it's impossible, but I want to be a part of scattering the seed on every country on earth. I want to put some seed there. I'll never go to those places, but I can have a part in scattering the seed there. We would see great things happen in this world if we really believed in the power of prayer. And I preach on prayer often. Wednesday night, I'll tell you about a man of prayer that just absolutely was used tremendously of God. And we must not underestimate the power of prayer, the power that your prayers can have. If we really believed in the power of praise, if we really believed in the power of the Holy Spirit, if we really believed in the power of the Word of God, we have some wonderful opportunities coming up this fall to scatter the seed. I'm not a great soul winner. Neither am I, but I can scatter the seed. We've got the Wednesday night soul winning bus coming up on Wednesday. That's a chance to go out there and scatter the seed. A week and a half, well, almost two weeks now, we have the the, uh, Danbury Blitz. What is that? That's just a big seed scattering opportunity. Scatter the seed. Get it out there. Let it do its own work to bring people to Jesus Christ. Now, does prayer have a role in all this? Yes, it does. Paul prayed that a door of utterance would be opened up. Paul prayed that the word of God would have free course. What does that mean? That God would let there be hearts open to the word of God. And I would urge you to pray as as, uh, as. Many of us, and and, uh, I go out uh, and and knock doors and and scatter the seed in the city of Danbury. Would you pray that the word of God has free course? 
How many doors do I have to knock on? How many doors do I have to leave a tract on where, for people to come home for one person to find a track or one person to listen to the word of God and get saved? I don't know what that number is. All I know is I got to keep on going. I got to keep on going. Sometimes, sometimes it's got to happen this month or next month. But sometime we're going to have a Bible study in the Fordham neighborhood of the Bronx. I don't know if I told you this or, or, or not, but, but uh, I think I may have. But I was, I was talking to um, Brother Fisher, Doug Fisher, when we were in, in Michigan a couple of weeks ago. And he was helping me strategize, and he's really been into church planning and so forth. And I said, here's the thing. I said, I, I know I can have one Bible study. And I said, I have some ideas about where to go from there, whether that succeeds or fails. I said, I'm not too sure where to go after that. Here's what he said. I love this. This really helped me. He said, you know, Brother, Brother James was sitting next to me. He said it to both of us. He said, you know, you Bible college guys, he said, you have this 20-year this plan for everything, and that's great. He said, but I have a military mind. He said, a military mind just goes and follows the first command. And when you obey the first command, you get the second command. He said, so a military mind's only concerned about the first command. He said, Joe, here's what you need to do. Just have that first Bible study. And then let God tell you what to do from there. So that's what we got to do. Not because he said it. He just confirmed what was in my heart. We're going to have one Bible study in the Florida neighborhood. Would you pray for that? Would you pray for that? There's so many, so many things. You know, here, here's what's amazing is God has laid all this on my heart and just burning, burning in my heart along with about 20 other things. Pastor Phil Rizzo came up to me yesterday and he said, hey, just wanted to say hello. And he said, would you pray? I said, How, what's going on with the church? He said, uh, he said, would you pray? He said, "Get now you've heard me talk about this, so this is just crazy. He said, would you pray? He said, just, he said, I've got such a burden to reach beyond our church. And he said, just all through Hudson County, New Jersey, to have Bible studies and just see where that goes. And I said, man, that's crazy, Brother Rizzo, because let me tell you what, and, and he said, that, that's unbelievable. It's, it's as if God has, has put the same thing in my heart and his heart on opposite sides of the Hudson River. As we're leaving yesterday, a young man came up to me. He said, Brother Vasek, he introduced himself. He said, um, he said, would you, would you, he said, can I, can I get together with you and have a meal sometime? He said, I've graduated from Bible college and I believe God wants me to start a church somewhere around here. And I'm, I was all ready to try to sell him on the Bronx. Amen. And he started talking about New Jersey and he named a town in New Jersey where he believes God wants him to start. Maybe if we have a meal together, I can talk him over the river. Amen. But it's just amazing. But listen, our job is plant the seed. Our job is scatter the seed, scatter the seed, scatter the seed. Are you scattering the seed? Do you, are you in the business of, of just spreading gospel tracts, sharing the gospel when you have the opportunity, looking for the opportunity, praying for God to give you the opportunity to share the word of God? Because if you just put it out there, the word of God always accomplishes what God wants it to accomplish. It always brings life when it finds good ground. And it always pierces the soul. Father, help us tonight. 